podcast. Podcast. Hello, and welcome to Pumping Up the Podcast. I'm your host, Elise Eldridge, and today's show features a returning guest, my good friend, Alana Feynman. Uh, We're taking a deep dive into Hannah Montana's sixth episode called Grandma's Don't Let Your Babies Grow Up to Play Favorites. It's a doozy. Let's get right to it. All right, we are back with Alana for episode six, Grandma's Don't Let Your Babies Grow Up to Play Favorites. What a title. (laughs) Is that based off a song? I know Hannah Montana titles... Yeah, I think it. I think the song that it's based off of is like "Mamas Don't Let Your Babies Grow Up to Be Cowboys." I think that's the song. <laughs> I'm gonna sound really stupid if that's not a thing. <laughs> I hope it's a thing. We'll I edit it. it in is. Post, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but when I saw that this was the next episode, I was like, "Oh no!" Because I I didn't remember the details of this, but I remembered this grandma character, and I remembered that I really don't like her. Um, and I remember that she was like a big, she was like way more into Jackson and she like, didn't really care that Miley was Hannah Montana, which I thought was odd. And that I was, I was right that that's, you know, part of the plot of the episode. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's about all that I remember too. I do remember like the queen. I remember that she Mm -hmm. was performing for the queen and I remember her being like under the bleachers at Jackson's volleyball game. And those are like the key (laughs) images that I remember. (laughs) Right. So so the episode opens, we find out that Hannah Montana is about to meet the queen. And I like put like in all caps, meet the queen question mark question mark yeah, here in LA, right? Like she didn't <laughs> right. have to go there. Right. Um, and also we see that like, she's going to meet the queen in like a hotel ballroom. Like it's very not fancy. Like there's like a sign outside the space that's like bar mitzvah this way. And I'm like, yeah. really the queen of England? <laughs> this is the best she could pull. <laughs> yep. I also made a note of that. I don't know where, but I also don't know where the alternative would be. Like, it seemed like the queen was in L.A. anyway. Um, Right. So I guess Hannah's performing for the queen and her granddaughter because the granddaughter is a fan of Hannah Montana. Um, So international fame is what that suggests. (laughs) Yes. Because the last time you were here, you brought up that, like, maybe Hannah Montana is just like a local celebrity. (laughs) Did she get her big break in the last four episodes? Did it well, happen for her? In the episode before this one, she was like personally invited to Kelly Clarkson's birthday party. And also, also at like her concert, we never saw her or anything, but apparently Gwen Stefani was backstage. And then later they're at some party and Orlando Bloom is there, which is like a very interesting mix of celebrities that are all definitely too old to want to hang out with Hannah Montana. Yeah. Um, but in any case, she, her star has clearly been on the rise and it's made a significant <laughs> leap if she's meeting the Queen of England. <laughs> um, is that episode you're talking about the one where we meet Tracy? The one who yes. like, talks like the uh, classic. Yes. Classic. <laughs> <laughs> I had forgotten about her until I saw her and I was like, oh, my God, it's that girl. <laughs> I could never forget about her i couldn't hannah hannah i could never <laughs> that's a really good impression of her hannah. <laughs> uh so yeah so at this point she must be like extremely famous um they also mention at, at one point the queen is like late for meeting hannah montana and again hannah montana is the only one she appears to be meeting at this event like it's not like yeah <laughs> we're like a bunch of people perform for the queen and meet the queen like you usually see but like no it's like just her and hannah montana 
Um, at one point, the queen is late, and the like butler guy says that the reason why they're late is because the queen and like the granddaughter went to like the state fair. <laughs> Are her parents here? Or is the queen like the official chaperone for this granddaughter? Like, are right. her parents not in town? It's an interesting situation. And we do actually like the queen shows up and like talks in this episode. And I was much more expecting it to be like, you know, like that's like Mr. Bean sketch where like he's about to meet the queen. And we like never actually see her face or anything. Yeah. I was thinking it would be something more like that because typically because like everyone knows what the queen looks like yeah <laughs> like, like, no, it's not a real queen <laughs> yeah absolutely i just i wonder what business the queen has to accomplish like it, it i wonder if this is literally the whole reason or if it's just like an added bonus for the yeah, granddaughter she, she, like, she just like really loves this granddaughter or something but like again i'm surprised they didn't like fly hannah montana over to england yeah, that um, is what would actually happen. Right. <laughs> <laughs> At the very beginning, they're, like, rehearsing to meet the queen, and it's, like, very exciting. And Robbie Ray is wearing a mustache, like, while he's working publicly for Hannah Montana. This is, this is like, one of the ongoing <laughs> baffling things to me, is Robbie Ray is a star in his own right, and everybody knows who he is. But when he's working for hannah montana he wears a mustache but he still goes by robbie ray <laughs> and like so what's the point of him wearing a disguise like i get like lily wearing a leg and oh wig and uh <laughs> and calling herself a different name i don't get why robbie ray has to wear a mustache it maybe they're He's like just, oh it's a different robbie ray who looks yeah, exactly it's like robbie this, ray montana yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's the alias robbie ray montana is that a Robbie Ray Stewart? <laughs> right. Okay. Got it. <laughs> um. This is a side note, um, but there's a girl mm-hmm. that I went to college with whose name was Billy. Um, and I shit you not, she literally just got married and her married name that she chose to take, her full name is now uh, Billy Ray Stewart, which is insane. <gasps> oh my God. It's insane. Oh my God. <laughs> I would just choose to do that on purpose, <laughs> knowing that this is a show that exists. <laughs> Wow, that's, right. that's a lot. I um, think about it every day. <laughs> so, I hope she's not listening to this. I can't imagine that she is. I mean, I don't know her, so I mean, unless I barely know her, unless, but... unless the pod has really blown up at this point, much <laughs> well, like Hannah you're Montana's career for launching you <laughs> to fame just now, <laughs> Billy. <laughs> Appreciate it. So Robbie Ray gets a call from his mom, who is known as Mama, because um, of course she is. Um, right. <laughs> she's flying in from Tennessee, um, and she <laughs> she it's not like because her granddaughter is meeting the Queen of England, which is what you would think it'd be. She's just like, no, I'm going to visit you. And I I wrote like that's some ego shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, she's that like, is you some need to ego pay shit. attention to me now, even though you're about <laughs> to meet the Queen of England. Um, she they do this little you. Right. <laughs> they, they do this little sequence where they're cleaning up the house and Jackson puts these like large bags of trash just inside of their piano, which I thought was funny. That was another moment that I recall. Just a key <laughs> image because I only remember images and not like words. I do remember <laughs> that one. Right right before Mama enter, en- enters, I like can't talk because I have to say this weird nonsense word. 
Um, <laughs> we, before she enters, we hear her have an exchange with the cab driver where she explains why she doesn't tip. And I, and I was like, I knew I didn't like her for a reason. <laughs> yep. I was like, I knew I didn't like her. Um, but then she gets entrance applause. And I was like, oh, she must be somebody famous. And I looked it up. She's played by Vicky Lawrence, who has been in a lot of things, but no things that I have seen because I am too young. <laughs> Can you name me some? Uh, she's been on like a lot of sitcoms. Let me pull up her IMDb. She has been on two episodes of Phineas and Ferb. <laughs> oh, I knew she was famous. <laughs> she did a voice in the like straight to DVD Fox and the Hound too. Uh, <laughs> she was in the 1998 TV movie Nonsense Jamboree. Oh my God. <laughs> uh She's like been in like one episode a lot of a lot of things. She was on like an episode of Carol Bur- Carol Burnett show. She was on five episodes of Love Boat, two episodes of Murder She Wrote. I guess the main thing she's famous for is a show called Mama's Family, where she played the titular mama. Ah. Um, I have not seen that. Um, yeah, I haven't seen a single one of those. Yeah, she was on like a lot of one-off episodes of. Oh, she was actually like a regular on Carol Burnett show, like in the seventies. So that's probably where most people know her from. In any case, sorry, Vicki Lawrence. I only know you from Hannah Montana. Um, <laughs> we then find out that, like, the main reason why she's there is because she heard that Jackson is in the finals of some sort of volleyball tournament. Which, like, um, how did she hear that? If she's in Tennessee. Like, how right. did she... This was before, like, Facebook, right? Or it was just happening. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Um, I mean, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I guess Jackson <laughs> could have, like, been calling his grandma and, like, had a phone call, phone conversation or something. Um, they do mention that it's an L.A. volleyball tournament. And I'm like, that implies that it's, like, a citywide thing. But then when we actually see the tournament, it's just at their school. Um, yeah, I got a lot of questions about that tournament, <laughs> actually. <laughs> then, uh, then the grandma like casually mentions that she was on the Olympic volleyball team. Yep, I did clock that. <laughs> uh, a lot of famous people in this family. It's it's interesting. Yeah, it's all about who you know, I guess. Yeah, apparently. Um, <laughs> I I also want to mention that there was an establishing shot of uh, the Stewart residence, and it's one hundred percent surrounded by sand. Um, which answers a question from a previous episode of uh, Lily skateboarding in all the time. Courtney, <laughs> Courtney was like, how could she do that? Isn't their house like on the beach? <laughs> and the answer is, we don't know. Because in the shots we see, it is 100% surrounded by sand. So I don't know how she's skateboarding into the house. <laughs> she must be really good at it. <laughs> she must have a lot of power. <laughs> like exceptionally good. <laughs> Her calves um, must be insane. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of, uh, well, I was going to say speaking of Lily, but she's not actually in the next scene. Oliver is because uh, they, they cut to Jackson like practicing and Oliver is like the announcer at the soundboard, which makes just so much sense. Right. Um, <laughs> and uh, there's like this whole sequence of Mama like training Jackson, whatever, and um, all that I wrote was like, I really don't like Mama. I don't like watching these sequences of her and Jackson doing things. <laughs> <laughs> also, yeah, there's like a lot of just not a good match for her. <laughs> right. Well, there's like a lot of sequences of her like stretching out Jackson's legs and stuff. There is a lot of that, isn't there? 
And it's unclear if that's actually helping him or not. Um, it, he, like, says it's helping him, but he acts like he's in so much pain. I would also just say that if my grandma was like, let me, <laughs> like, massage your cramps out. And I'd be like, okay, <laughs> whatever you say. <laughs> the only one that appears to show me any love, so. Right. Um, <laughs> so, uh, you know, we go back and, and Hannah Montana's rehearsing. She's singing The Other Side of Me. Um, Queen is late because she took her granddaughter to the state fair, which I wrote, really? Question mark. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, I just don't see that happening. Um, no. Even though this version of the Queen of England is, is certainly much more whimsical than the one that we yeah, have in real life. can really hang. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone's like upset because the Queen's late, which means everyone has to stay there and wait for the Queen to show up, which means Jackson might be late to his volleyball tournament. Which, and why like, is Jackson even there? Right. I'm why like, why he can't he come? go to his tournament? Um, and I guess his and mama's point is like hannah montana always gets all the attention and you know i'm jackson and i still need some attention it's like i would get your point if it wasn't like her meeting the queen of england <laughs> like if it was just her doing like a concert somewhere and jackson had something important going on i would understand his argument but like she's about to meet the queen of england and you have like a school volleyball game like those two things aren't really on the same level that's just my opinion. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I honestly, in this particular situation, I'm sort of on board with Jackson and Mama. Like, I get that the queen is important, but I also get that if you were a 16-year-old boy, you wouldn't necessarily care about the queen. Like, the queen is there to meet Hannah Montana. He doesn't necessarily need to be there. Right. Well, it's no, a, I I agree with that yeah. part too. I think I think Jackson and Mama, because she clearly doesn't care, they should just go to the volleyball game. And, like, I get that it would, like, suck to not have your sister there to cheer you on, but, like... But it also seems like he routinely doesn't have... Right. <laughs> and, 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 I mean, clearly they need a better system in place for how yeah. to, like, split their time and so that both children feel taken care of and supported. But I do think it is weird that they're, like, keeping Jackson at the, away from his volleyball game. And then he's, like well, why is it so important for you to stay? It's like, well, <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think they're both kind of right in the situation and there needs to be like a compromise, which I guess they kind of land on, which is that Jackson and Mama go and Hannah and their dad stay. And then when the queen finally shows up, <laughs> they decide what they're going to do is like have like a really fast paced hoedown or something. Um, yeah, just to like get it going just so they can get in and out right and so they like speed up the processional of the queen which i don't know that they would just like go along with that but whatever um and then robbie ray like starts playing a fiddle um and hannah montana's like robbie ray everybody and i'm like see you're saying his name why does he yeah, need to wear the mustache robbie ray montana. Um, <laughs> everybody knows who he is um <laughs> And then she performs, like, a really fast version of The Other Side of Me um, that, like, doesn't have most of the words in it. <laughs> I'm like, if you stayed for this long, like, it's not like it's a long song. You could at least, no. like, do the whole song and, and then go. And it seems to be the only one, yeah, on the... Right, like, they were there to hear her do one song. Yeah, which, what's which, two again, more like, minutes? Like, why is this the only thing that the queen and her granddaughter are here for is, like, to listen to Hannah Montana sing one song. It seems like what they should have done was that Hannah should have 
like go- she should have performed at the state fair and then they could have done it there all you at go. once. <laughs> <laughs> um she should have performed at the state fair and then if it was really still an issue they could hire an external bodyguard so it's not just Robbie Ray and then the bodyguard can like take care of business if they trust him enough assuming it's him and then Robbie Ray can go to the to the volleyball game I don't know. Yeah. You're like, it just yeah. seems like we did the worst. I was going to say the worst of both worlds. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it does seem like they chose the most disrespectful choice, right? Yeah. Yeah. It, it is definitely an odd situation. Yeah. Was sure. to stay the longest amount of time to like screw over Jackson, but then still <laughs> be so wildly disrespectful to the queen. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, why did you stay that long if you were just going to leave after 30 seconds? Yeah. Um, speaking Although of the, the queen, granddaughter looked like she was yes. fucking into it. Yeah, she, she was, was like, wow, this is, <laughs> this is really exciting. I'm getting a special exclusive cut of the other side of me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, they, we, we mentioned earlier. <laughs> Radio edit. <laughs> um, we mentioned earlier that they have like a random lady play the queen. Um, and it's it's clearly just like, a warehouse costume for like this (laughs) this woman and it's clearly a wig and it's like the cheapest looking queen crown you could have found it's clearly plastic (laughs) um i also noticed that there were like a lot of references to vomit in this episode which um i thought was odd (laughs) yeah well you know it's what's like poop jokes always kill when you're 14 i I guess um in any case they they wrap things up with the queen and they run off and then we cut back to jackson's big volleyball game um at this point in the episode um my boyfriend came home and was watching it with me so i do have a little bit of of commentary from him Um, oh incredible (laughs) uh so he said are these regular characters these announcer children and that was in reference to (laughs) lillian oliver (laughs) And I was like, yes, they they are Hannah Montana's best friends. <laughs> um, and then also in reference to Oliver, he said, he looks like the guy from Blue's Clues as an awkward teen. He's wearing pinstripe pants. They don't make pinstripe pants for children. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, my God. What a look with the pinstripe pants and then the double collar. Oh, yeah, my God. It was like what the a biggest fit. collar. <laughs> Yeah, Oliver ironically had like the biggest look in this episode. Um, and then I also I also told him um, about how old Jason Earls was. And um, so he Googled Hannah Montana brother age and he found out um, that Jason Earls and John Cena were born three days apart. And then he found he found this picture. He found this picture of Jason Earls and John Cena together. And like John Cena is like a full head and a half taller than him and i'll i'll post it to our social media as well so that everyone oh. can see it it's incredible <laughs> oh my god oh my god it's very yeah. to learn here i'll actually i'll actually send it to you uh, oh please do right now so that you can see it too um it's not relevant to this episode but i did have to include it God, oh, he looks like a little boy. <laughs> He's the same age. <laughs> oh 
Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, that's spectacular. <laughs> I I think that might actually be from the set of a Hannah Montana episode. Like I think if I'm I don't think I saw this episode, but I think John Cena is like on an episode and that's what that picture is from but this does look like it could be the kitchen it does look like it could be the kitchen cabinets at the top here yeah yeah um in any case (laughs) (laughs) it almost doesn't matter why he's there (laughs) right um (laughs) so (laughs) i guess jackson's uh teammate was a no-show or he got hurt or something he had the flu he had the flu so jackson's grandmother subs herself in doesn't seem like a legal move which where's the coach is my question yeah mama's just been acting as his coach for the past week the coach for the state tournament <laughs> you know I, I made a note of it at first in the like practice when i was like who's letting grandma like walk all over the court you know like <laughs> i don't know who's allowing that to happen but there's clearly no sort of like adult supervision <laughs> yeah <laughs> mamma can just walk on in and be like this is the state a statewide tournament where you had to like enter in officially and you know all sorts of paperwork with your official teammates and you just sub in a full ass grandma you know who's watching who's here right. who's, right. who's in, why is it being co- why is the state tournament being commentated by children like why are there no adults here <laughs> <laughs> that's why it's like it seems like it's just a normal high school volleyball game um yeah but they said it was like the la tournament which yeah there's okay. a trophy at the end you don't just win trophies for normal games you know yeah <laughs> also she's an olympic volleyball champion yeah so it's unfair <laughs> on like several levels like she's clearly not an amateur and she's you know like 70 years old um and not a student here um yeah <laughs> yeah um and then, at, like, at one point, like, to win the game, Mama like, jumps on Jackson's back or something, or he jumps I on her Jackson back. I think Jackson jumps on her back. Which is not a legal volleyball move, right? No. Like, you can't just stand on another person. Like, they can't, like, hoist you on their shoulders and have yeah, you I'm spike also surprised it. that her bones were able to do that, you know? <laughs> she's, she's a spry old gal. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so Miley shows up to the volleyball game as Hannah Montana, which, um, she didn't notice until Lily was like, you're <laughs> still dressed like Hannah Montana. Um, which means but- that she had to walk into the building as yeah. Hannah Montana and no one had to notice, you know? Right. And, and my big problem with this is that we, she has set a precedent for just ripping that wig off whenever she wants. Yeah. <laughs> no one has noticed that she's there yet. Why doesn't she just take the wig off? I wrote it about like, three sure, people different will be times like, in my notes. Right. Of like, girl, <laughs> take off the fucking wig. Just take it off. Like, Can yeah, I she'll swear look on out this? Of place. Yes. <laughs> like, like, yeah, she'll, she'll look out of place in her, like, formal dress or whatever. But, like, like, everybody knows the only time she gets recognized is when she's wearing the wig. So just take it off. No one's noticed her yet. Yeah. She but had she doesn't. Different instances. <laughs> she was under the commentating box. She was under the bleachers for a hundred years. 
So she people notice that she's there because she's under the bleachers and like looking between the slats and the bleachers. And she's like, yeah, Jackson. And then people look and are like, who said that? And they're like, oh my God, it's Hannah Montana. It's like, if you just taken the wig off. Yeah. No one would have given a shit. <laughs> but because she does that, she gets swarmed and Jackson's like, another me thing taken over by Hannah Montana. It's like, oh my God. After they just had this conversation, (laughs) it's like, really? Um, I would think of all times to realize, hey, I shouldn't be wearing my wig right now. This would be the time. Um, But then she comes back in and she's wearing a hoodie. Again, just over the wig. And she's like, well, now I'm wearing a hoodie. People won't notice. It's like, just take the wig off, girl. (laughs) Well, at that point... That's the only time where I was like, I sort of get it because she was still wearing like a very noticeable outfit. And if she had taken off the wig then and someone walked in being like, hey, I feel like I remember Hannah Montana just wearing that same like very dramatic dress, like strapless dress situation. But now it's Miley. (laughs) But I don't know who cares about Miley, right? Because Miley is like not cool and popular. Um, So maybe it would have been fine. (laughs) But like, yeah, I mean, I just. the whole thing doesn't make sense. No, the whole thing makes absolutely no <laughs> How sense. How dare you, Hannah all. Montana? You're supposed to make sense. Yeah, right. <laughs> I watched this show <laughs> for realism. <laughs> A good slice of life, re- slice, slice of life, slice of life, relatable content, <laughs> and I'm not receiving that. Yeah, come on now, Disney Channel. <laughs> You have a reputation here to uphold after your show about like the teen psychic and <laughs> <laughs> the teen wizard and <laughs> yeah. Um the episode ends with um Mama and the Queen of England at Miley's house playing Dance Dance Revolution. Um <laughs> and uh you know they say the classic like mid 2000s like oh it's so funny when an old lady says like oh it is so on you know it's like <laughs> things like that. <laughs> It's just ridiculous. Um, Which, you know, that's a whole other slew of questions, like you've been asking. (laughs) Why is she here? Why did, you know, why did we not bring Dance Dance Revolution her? But, I mean, (laughs) this queen can hang, which is cool. Yeah, she has no security with her. That butler guy isn't there. Her granddaughter isn't there. Like, she's just like, no, I want to go hang out with. And also, she never met Mama at the thing. Mama left before she showed up. How did they get in touch with each other? I I don't. Um, I can only assume that it was some sort of communication between either the Queen and Robbie Ray or the Queen and Hannah Montana, and maybe Mama was around and inserted herself into it. I don't know. Yeah, so the Queen must have been like, you know what, that Hannah Montana, I really enjoyed her 20-second performance when we were (laughs) promised a full song. I really liked how she broke all of these, like, hundreds of years old traditions when it came to her interactions with me. You know what, I think I'm going to go pay that girl a visit. And... And when I'm she showed in the up, area. right. And when she showed up, Mama was like, "Who the hell are you? Want to play Dance Dance Revolution?" <laughs> like, I'm sure she like challenged her honor in some way. I guess. <laughs> we, you know how the know. queen we just like mouths off, right? She right. Know how the queen just pops off. <laughs> and so Mama was like, "Excuse me, old lady." <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we have seen that Mama is like easily. Uh, 
riled up. Yeah, she's always ready to throw down. Two oh, old yeah, ladies down. that can. <laughs> um, I don't know about you. I know all the hoedown throwdown. I do not. <laughs> um, I was briefly at my work um, in charge of the playlist that mm-hmm. played inside because I work at a restaurant. And I'm the youngest person that works at the restaurant right now by like 10, 15 years. Um, and there was one day where I was put in charge of the playlist before we like opened up for uh, guests to come back in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I definitely like threw the hoedown throwdown on there just to like see what would happen. And <laughs> I had a couple of my like 50 year old coworkers be like, my daughter was really into this and they knew all the words. <laughs> so something about it like sticks with you. <laughs> I I definitely remember, I mean, like the tune of it, but I, I didn't listen to it that much. At that point, I don't know. I don't know if that was after I stopped caring or if that was just because it was in the movie and I didn't, I like never saw the movie until like a couple years ago. So. Well, something that's interesting about like the chronological order of, I guess, I don't know if this is like a spoiler. You can cut it out if you need to, but like (laughs) the Hannah Montana movie comes before the end of the series. It comes like in the middle of the last season. And then there's like a couple of episodes after well, it seems like it should be over, but it's not. Right. Where where she's, like, decided she's going to, like, tell the world her secret. And then the show's not over. Like, it keeps going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the era of Hannah Montana that I'm the least familiar with. So it will really be interesting for me to see yeah, how, in. how I feel about their journey <laughs> in that respect. Oh, Fantastic. Well, was there anything uh, that we didn't touch on from this episode that you're like, I need people to know that this is something that happens? Um, I think it's mildly important to just talk about the conversation that Miley and um, Mamaw had before Mamaw went off to the volleyball game and Hannah decided or Miley decided to go off to where yeah oh and we didn't even like give context like when she shows up, she fully just ignores Miley. She's yeah, like she is outright like, rude to her. She gives Jackson some like prized trinket of hers, and, and she gives Miley these like old airplane headphones that she took off of a sleeping old man. Like, yeah, it's, she, like, it's did, very like, mean. Holy, forget about her. Yeah. <laughs> um, and right before my mom is about to, you know, head off to the volleyball game, Miley does say like, "You're not paying enough attention to me." Like. You're letting me sli- like slide through the cracks because she says something about how like because everyone's paying attention to Hannah Montana, you're letting poor Jackson fall through the cracks. And Miley's mm-hmm. like, you're letting me f- fall through the cracks. Um, and I do think that that's like the one time where Mama kind of makes a good point when she's explaining to Miley, like, you know, there's a lot happening with Hannah Montana. Um, and don't you think that maybe Jackson might feel like this all the time? And I'm just trying to give him a little something. Um, and it does work. And it just it's the whole episode is like everything's an explanation but not an excuse like i get right. what, what mamaw's trying to do um yeah and i, I think, get why I think miley's family upset. needs better balance <laughs> yeah and i get why jackson's upset what they need to do is hire a motherfucking bodyguard like they need to like <laughs> so that so that robbie ray can also be a dad he doesn't have to be dad and manager in all these roles because yeah he's not like jackson's employer in the way that he's like hannah montana's so like what they need is they need a bodyguard um 
I know that we're not that far off from them introducing the bodyguard character, which is Roxy, who I believe is then with the show for like the rest of its run. Um, so there's at least that coming. But yeah, I think I think obviously Mama definitely does have a point in regards to Jackson. I just think that like there's a way for her to be there for him without like being mean to her granddaughter. <laughs> yeah, like bring her a present, but go to right. his volleyball game, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's how I feel about that. I do think it's like the one time where finally everyone's sort of speaking with some sense. Um I think it's a good balance. Um and it does convince her to show up to the volleyball game, but she, of course she shows up incorrectly because she shows up in Montana. <laughs> um but she's also 14 and her prefrontal cortex is not yet fully formed, so there's some judgment calls that are not <laughs> correct. Um but that's I have the to disclaimer give her we have to add to Cuz she's yeah, she's like 9 years old, so like I don't blame her. Um, but yeah, I think, yeah, the theme is, uh, bad parenting, I think. (laughs) (laughs) This family needs to, uh, reevaluate some things for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, another small point that I'd like to make, um, when Mama first comes upon the scene, there is a (laughs) lot of time spent just like fat shaming Robbie Ray. Yes um yeah she she does it constantly throughout the episode yeah she's big on fat shaming and i'm sort of juxtaposing it with the last episode i was here for um when robbie ray does a lot of fat shaming of the neighbor um so yeah there's a lot with this particular show like Mm -hmm. fat shaming happens a lot and i know that miley cyrus has talked about the sort of body dysmorphia that she had while filming this show Mm -hmm. and i'm also watching wizards of waverly place at the same time um there's less emphasis on fat shaming on that particular show there are other things that they get really weird about they do a lot of commenting about like boys playing with dolls and like gender stereotypes Mm -hmm. um but it's something about this show in particular we care a lot about how people look and we comment a lot about body image um, yeah it does it does come up a lot um, and there is there is a lot of focus. I mean, the last episode, it wasn't fat shaming, but it was like the ways that um, like Hannah's like famous friends were like embarrassed about Lily. Like there's like so much focus on image um, and, uh, you know, having to navigate when like somebody is, I don't know, like embarrassing you <laughs> because they're kind of being themselves. Like that was like the crux of the previous episode was like, Miley was like, how do I tell Lily that she's embarrassing me all the time when like Lily's just excited to be there and like happy to like have this experience. Um, So it's, it is interesting um, how critical this show is of people that we're supposed to really like and, uh, and uh, sympathize with and uh, root for. <laughs> like, yeah. it, it, it is interesting watching these back and being like, you know, I'm not sure who I'm rooting for in this situation because, um, you know, it is like, there's not like a ton of nuance. Like everybody's sort of going to extremes on things. Yeah. Um, this is something that uh, we've, I've actually done kind of a surprising amount of research on while I was watching through Wizards of Waverly Place. Um, because it does seem like there was some sort of change in subject matter and tone versus like the that's so raven like sister mm-hmm. sister era 
And then the Hannah Montana Wizards of Waverly Place, like Sweet Life on Deck sort of era. And there was a big change in producer writing team mm-hmm. where like That's a Raven created by a woman. Uh, definitely. I don't know about Hannah Montana, but definitely Wizards of Waverly Place. Huge creative team of men produced by men exclusively. Yeah, that's definitely written. the case for Hannah Montana. Yeah. Um, and you can kind of tell that there's a big change in subject matter and a big and you can tell all of a sudden it's a bunch of shows about teenage girls written by like white men. Um, yeah. And yeah. it's hard to ignore, especially when all of the jokes are about fat shaming, you know? Yeah. Uh, all three of the creators for Hannah Montana are men. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and scrolling through this, it's significantly fewer female writers and they wrote significantly fewer episodes than the other male writers. That's interesting. You know, I hadn't stopped to think about that, but that um, that is kind of a weird thing to think about. It's like yeah. this this show that was like kind of that would like loomed so large in my yeah. preteen and teen years <laughs> was like written exclusively by like older men <laughs> who like don't yeah. kn- didn't know my experience at all. <laughs> Yeah, especially because, like, you take Miley Stewart and Alex Russo, who mm-hmm. are two characters that, uh, you know, kids loved and wanted to emulate, but they're pretty mean to their friends. Like, mm-hmm. they're mean because older men don't know how to write teenage girls, you know? Well, Whereas- I think there there's also that stereotype that girls, like, are so mean and catty to each other and are always in competition, which isn't actually in any way the case. And if that ever does rear its head, it's usually, <laughs> you can usually trace it back to something patriarchal um yeah. <laughs> um yeah. and yeah and i think um i think that is interesting because especially because this show came out at a time when uh you look at like who the celebrities were of the time and who like the uh, this is before the term influencer was a thing but it, like for example if you look at like Lindsay Lohan and Nicole Richie and Paris Hilton and the models of that time. It was it was a time when like everybody wanted to be so ultra ultra thin. Yeah. Um in a way that we've at least marginally moved away from. Yeah. Um it was like so acceptable in culture to like starve yourself. Um and so yeah, that is interesting. I I hadn't really put that together that you know this is a show explicitly for young girls. Yeah, that doesn't really teach the best lessons <laughs> in that. Yeah, and front. there's absolutely a way to spin it because the whole premise of the show is like I'm a normal girl trying to navigate fame. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a whole, total way to spin that so that you teach the right lesson, mm-hmm. and they don't really. There's the whole. I know there's a couple episodes in that. So Raven, where Raven mm-hmm. has like a fashion design gig, um, and there's an episode where she designs a dress and they have a thinner model model it. And there's whoever's in charge of it does a whole like, well, you don't quite have the right like body type to like model this. And Raven does a whole like, um, everybody is the right body type. <laughs> um, this is exactly the show. Hannah Montana is exactly set up to have that same sort of plot line. And they don't ever quite get there. I think we have the episode where she has like a pimple. Um, the, there's an episode where she has like, it's coming up not that far away where she gets like a big billboard, but like in it, she like has like a pimple on it and she like freaks out trying to change the billboard or get it taken down or something. 
Yeah. But it just seems like a big old missed opportunity, you know, that this is exactly the show that could have that kind of lesson. And to my understanding, I don't think they have that. If they do, let me know. But- yeah. I mean, I, uh, you know, I'll definitely be kind of keeping an eye out more for that as this project goes on because that's a very good point and i mean i i noticed the like bat jokes and stuff particularly in this episode and it's like god yikes and it really like i mean it still happens on sitcoms today but not on the sort of massive scale that it used to like it used to be just widely acceptable to do that like every episode and to like yeah that was comedy right and i i think uh there have been conversations about how when you make the comedy of your show picking on the appearance of your actor who's a real person (laughs) yeah that has real world ramifications that's you know it it has its own ripple effect that can be really ugly yeah 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 so that was a nice long little tangent um but it's a very interesting pattern that i'm finding with the various disney channel shows that i'm rewatching, especially when you compare it to certain nickelodeon shows so I'm still doing that kind of research. Um, mm-hmm. I'm happy to report back <laughs> when I get a more like, I'll bring my PowerPoint. Um, no, but, that's great. That sounds like an academic paper waiting to happen. <laughs> right? Right? Hit me up. PhD. It's <laughs> my dissertation. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I'm, I'm glad that we got to talk about that. I wouldn't have thought to include that. So I'm glad that you brought it up. Um was there anything else from this episode? I mean, uh, I feel like I didn't love this episode. I thought it was kind of weird. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I didn't love one. the, the mama character. Um, and I know she shows up again a few times. Uh, yeah. so we've got that to look forward to or not look forward Score. to. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but the next episode coming up is, uh, it's a mannequin's world. And I, haven't rewatched it yet, but I already remember everything about that episode. I remember it so clearly. I feel is like that it the w- one is mm-hmm. it the one where like Robbie Ray is bad at buying her presents? Is it yes, that one? And he it, it has the sweater with the cat <gasps> on it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> See, I I feel like that episode was like one in very, very heavy rerun rotation. I feel like I saw it a million times. Yeah. I um, will be tuning into that episode when it <laughs> <laughs> perfect you will well, have one listener <laughs> um did you want to go ahead and uh plug where people can find you one more time yeah uh so you can find me on various social media uh, my handle is alana fine woman um you can also tune into my podcast called tv tv throwback television it's the one where we talk about wizards of waverly place you can also find that on social media at TVTV underscore podcast and anywhere podcasts are available. I think that's it. Fantastic. Yeah, I think that's all the things. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming back. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me. will hear you again, I'm sure, before too long because <laughs> you're stoked. an excellent guest. <laughs> no, I love being here. I have so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thanks so much to all of you for listening and continuing to tune into Pumping Up the Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode and that you'll join us again next week for episode seven. You can find us on Instagram at Pumping Up the Podcast and on Twitter at Pumping Up the Pod, where I post screenshots and other images related to our episodes. So feel free to give us a follow and I'll catch you guys next time. Keep on pumping up the party.